Welcome everyone to the Big Footy Blues podcast episode number six. Uh, this is a bit of a short staffed one. It's going to be short and sharp, much like uh, HBF who's with me. How you doing, HBF? <laughs> Very good, Shandog. How are you tonight, buddy? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Look, uh, let's just jump straight into what's happening this weekend. Carlton versus Essendon, MCG at uh, 1.45. Teams are in. The changes for Carlton, Andrew Walker in, Kieran Byrne, Patrick Cripps and Dennis Armfield. And out goes Clem Smith, who's omitted. Jason Tutt also omitted. Simon White injured his knee and he's going to be out for a few weeks. And Troy Menzel pulled up sore uh, with a calf injury against West Coast, so he's going to miss at least one. New for us is obviously uh, Casey Byrne, which is pretty awesome considering where he's come from. Oh, look, absolutely. Um, fantastic to see him um, get the game and on a on a massive stage against Essendon. So, yeah, really thrilled for him to, to get a game and let's uh, let's see how he goes. So, um, also good to see Walks back in the team. I think we've really missed his run in the first couple of weeks. So, um, depending where he plays and what his tank's like, but I think um, his inclusion will only make us uh, a better team. We've got... Named on the uh, the interchanges, Tom Bell, Andrew Carazzo, Ed Kerno, and Sam Rowe. Emergencies, Dylan Buckley, Jason Tutt, and Mark Wiley as well, which is good to see him on the emergency list. Um, Essendon's got James Gwilt omitted, and in comes Dustin Fletcher for him. We don't have uh, Robbo anymore to play on Fletcher. Um, <laughs> but yeah, look, how do you... Um, what, what are your overall impressions for the, uh, the ins and the outs? Is it what you wanted to see? I think there's probably one. Dylan Buckley, I'm not. I'm really not sure what more he has to do to get a game. But look, other than that, I'm not too unhappy with the changes. Now, look, we've actually got a uh, a very special guest coming on right now. Some have accused him previously of phoning in the podcast, and this time we actually have him legitimately phoning in. Uh, welcome back, ODN. Hey, hey guys. Yeah, sorry, my audio is probably worse than usual. Um, uh, I, I've I heard what was happening at the at the club this week. I fled the country, and um, it looks like my Skype's due for a complete rebuild, and it uh, must be the season for it. Oh, <laughs> topical. I like it. Very mm. topical. <laughs> Very. T- I caught the end of uh, you guys talking about uh, the ends this week. Um, I just want to say I was pretty happy with them. Yeah, it seems like there's a few people who were hoping to see a lot of kids named in here. I think it's after the, the, the R word has been used in, in public by um, our president talking to Mark Robinson. Um, but really, you can't cut off your nose to spite your face, can you? you? You can't just bring in every single kid and then leave uh, leadership off the ground. Or in the case of we really need speed in the team, that's been identified well and truly. Um, so bringing in Dennis Armfield, who's a, well has experience, is a leader on the field, and has speed, it makes sense. While we, it would have been really good to see Bucks play, or even perhaps um, Wiley come in, Dennis Armfield he earned his spot in the in the VFL. Oh, well, in the practice match for the VFL, got best on ground. You can't really argue with that it, logically. As much as our hearts would say, look, we were on the seat of kids. No, he's, yeah, he's got a he's got a, got a bit of heart and desire too, doesn't he? Um, and 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 
gee, we, we need players in there who are going to actually uh, give a bit of the yelp. So, and, and Armfield's problem in the past, uh, last year, was he seemed to have lost some of that pace, mm. um, whereas it looks like maybe he's um, he's got that back again. Yeah, absolutely. So where do you guys think that we're actually going to be able to um, to get an advantage over Essendon if, if we are to somehow pull a win out? Oh, <laughs> um, mm, yeah. Gee, don't all... Uh, don't all come up with solutions at once. Look, um, I, I don't. I do like the look of Henderson down back. Um, I noticed uh, your boy Rowie's been named on the bench, and he hasn't been in great form. And um, whether that means he's slowly getting eased out of the side, unless he can come up with something, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that means, but um, he, he's definitely our defence. Uh, we couldn't handle Kennedy last week. Bombers have got a few talls that could trouble us. Um, Joe Danaher sort of marked everything that comes his way, so um, I think Henderson might be the matchup there. So yeah, um, but I don't know what that does for us up forward. I, I would love to say that Walker would come straight into the side and actually um, be that uh, that medium forward that kicked um, fifty plus goals back in two thousand eleven. But um, I'm uh, I don't know if that's a little bit beyond him these days. But you know, maybe if they Stick Carlisle on him and uh, clear out the 50. We'll see some, uh, some highlights. Stick him on Carlisle <laughs> on his shoulders, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe um, maybe this uh, the way that the team has been named might actually reflect that Rowe is going to be forward again, which I don't I really don't like seeing that. I think he was coming so far along playing in the back line, and now we're starting mm. to throw him forward in partway through games and things like that. I know, I know Swingman is, is the... Uh, it's in vogue to be a bit of a swinger these days, but I think we'd just prefer to lock him down as as a centre half back and just keep keep improving there. They, they did that in the nap challenge, you know. They they move like um, Rowe and and Henderson around a lot. So I'm just wondering if Mick's sort of run out of ideas and and that's really what he's thinking. Henderson back and and Rowe forward, um, but I I honestly can't see an area where we where we've got an advantage over Essendon. Maybe our leg speed, but that that would maybe be about it. So, yeah, I think it could be a long day at the office on on Saturday for us. What about the um, the inclusion, or not inclusion, but um, Carazzo and Kerno retaining their their spot in the side? Is that something you're happy with? Not really, but I think um, what will happen is Carazzo will probably go to Stanton like he always does, and Kerno will probably go to Watson. It's probably what how they'll do it unless they pay attention to Heppel or Goddard. So. Yeah, I, I don't really know, but I, I'm not a fan of Kerno and Carazzo in the same team purely for the fact that they don't they don't hurt you enough. Go, you know, when we've got the footy. So, but we'll see. I'm happy to be proven wrong. Carazzo is one of the leaders, so um, I, I think Mick. Uh, we, we've always been told that Mick tends to play some favourites, and um, I, I think we can see that. In some players, takes an awful lot to get them out of that side, and um, you know maybe. Um, Maybe Ellard's another example of that because, as we were saying, we're rebuilding. Ellard's probably not going to be part of our future. Um, he was lucky to stay on the list at the end of the year, yeah. but um, we see him in the side instead of Buckley. Um, that would probably would have been my change. But you know, Mick likes his grafters. He likes his hard workers, and uh, he, the team doesn't have a lot of hard workers. So we seem to he seems to hold on to everyone he can get. Yeah, um, and we also know that he doesn't like playing too many kids at the same time as well. And we are we are debuting another player as well, so yep. I can sort of see both sides of the argument, I guess. 
I missed that conversation, by the way. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge rat for, for Kieran Byrne. Yeah. Um, the, guy, the, the kid's got a lot of poise, and um, I, I noticed that he was sort of named, um, maybe it was the halfback or something like that. Or, yeah, halfback. Um, I'd like to see him further down, further back. He tends to read the play. He seems to push off his opponent really well um, and get to the ball first. And and he's got a little bit of poise. He doesn't panic. Um, I, I don't don't know if that's going to translate over to, you know, pressure AFL football, home away football. But mm. um, I really like what, I, what I've what i seen of him so far. And, um, yeah, I look, I, I think he's going to nail that spot. Yeah, I think he looks uh, classy. Martin Gleeson um, for Essendon is named on him on the uh, the team sheets, and I think that might, whether that was just by chance or not, I think that might actually eventuate, uh, because it's probably a good matchup uh, to have both both young and inexperienced, as far as I'm aware. I think Martin Gleeson's still a very new player. Um, if he's not, yeah. I'm going to edit this out so I don't look foolish. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so, so that might be the case, um, and, and it's probably a good introduction for him, I think, to the side. But uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, um, Levi Casbolt, do we have I mean, Carlisle's probably going to play on him? You'd think, uh, being the biggest bloke that um, that Essendon has. Do you think he can start turning it around now, or are we just going to see more of the same um, and and keep calling for him to get dropped? Um, <laughs> you mean? I mean, really, all he needs to do is is kick strike. It's between the ears a lot, a little bit of technique, but his his, his ground kicking technique is slightly different to his goal kicking technique, mm. and um, and. Those big sticks do funny things to, to some guys, and um, he's one of them. But um, obviously, Rocket needs a little bit more time to work with him. Yeah. Um, I'm not convinced that you know you can change all those years of uh, of habit. But um, I, I look, I, I'm not one calling for him to be dropped. I mean, I, I haven't seen Liam Jones do more than Casbol. Mm. Yeah, fair uh, maybe point. we think we, maybe we mm. think we've got to leave Jones in there because we went out and sought him in a trade and promised him game time and, you know, Mick sort of been talking him up and so forth. So, But that's that's no reason to um, keep him in the side at the expense of Casbolt, who can go into the ruck. So. Yeah, fair. Well, moving along um, to some other news that happened this week with the club, uh, Carlton President uh, Mark LeJudice had an uh, interview this week with Mark Robinson where, um, as we were discussing before, uh, the uh, the R word was used. Um, we are in full rebuild. Uh, it is official now. Um, it was a pretty in-depth chat that they had, and they did cover a fair few areas um, that we've all been talking about on the boards a fair bit. What did you guys think about the, the announcement that we are actually rebuilding? Oh, look, I think it was... I think it's great that he's he's come out and actually been so upfront and forthright with what he said uh, you know a lot of us have been calling for the club to be a bit more transparent and engage their supporters so whilst all of us might not be happy about the fact that we are rebuilding at least they've come out and said yep this is what we're doing um we're in the sack mold house we be on a contracts um i think just hearing from um the president and trig as often as we do i think is really good um, for the supporters, only uh, because for so long we felt like, you know, the club sort of keeps us at arm length, arm's length and doesn't really tell us anything. So, when did we decide we were rebuilding? Yeah, well, that's a good question. That's yeah. I was thinking about that today as well. Like, if Chris Judd had have known we were we were rebuilding this year, yep. would he have actually gone on? So, 
maybe we no. have changed our tune in two weeks. No, and Bryce Gibbs uh, held off contract talks um, to see where the club was at as far as yeah. you know, their plans for success and whatnot. So, and um, so I don't think he might, he might not have signed on if uh, if he had known. People saying, "Oh, we've known since last year. We're just only just." You know, being upfront and honest with the with the supporters about it, um, mm. I dis I disagree because I don't see us getting in Tut and Jones, and I don't see us um, I don't see us picking up a ready to go first round draft pick, um, and I, you know, and potentially although we we wanted Jacks, we still picked up players so Jacks, Wiley, Bokhurst, um, Jones, and Tut. We still brought in players who theoretically were ready to play, uh, were old enough to play, and and not develop. So while I don't question some of those calls, you know, we got some good value there. It doesn't smack to me of rebuilding even as late as the, um, the national draft. It, if we've decided two rounds in, we're going to call off the dogs by suggesting we're rebuilding so people leave us alone. It just seems a little bit, I don't know, we tend to be reactive, you know, and it, um, it's, um, I, look, for me, it, it just depends on what, what constitutes a rebuild in their mind? In my mind, it's a, it's stripping everything back, basically saying, look, we're not going to be have any success for five years, and um, you know, on top of the the decade from hell we had in the last couple of years, you know, where we've went made finals and fell out again, we're going to have an, add another five years onto that. And uh, gee, it's depressing when you think about it that way. But if we can, if if it means we're still going to play a decent side and we're still going to give these guys a chance to atone for their performances and, hey, if we just happen to sneak near the finals or make the finals and while we're still going to the draft, because they, they said they said we're going to the draft, but they also said free agency and trades. Mm. Uh, we're going to rebuild that way. So they named all three, and that's what we've been doing anyway. I'm really confused as to the direction. They seem to be keeping all options open still. Well, this is uh, quite ironic, really, because the uh, the interview closed with uh, Robinson asking uh, El Presidente, is, the, is this club in crisis? And his answer was definitely not. It's only a crisis when you don't have a plan of where you're heading. We know exactly where we're heading. We've got a plan. We've got a strategy. So if they do, it, it seems... Uh well, I'll be very interested to see what it is or know what it is exactly because it seems very confusing from the outside, as you've, as you've pointed out. Well, they brought out that plan, didn't they? They brought out a, a whole plan, and they and they are making moves, and we know Silvani's there, and they're putting all their eggs in the Silvani basket, obviously. Um, you know, we finally got a goal-kicking coach in, and, and we've, we've, we've done some... We seem to recruit uh, improved our recruiting by... By way of the way, and HBF, you probably would have noticed this. They went to they went to Boston. Uh, I think was it was it Boston Red Sox or something like that, and they actually picked up some sort of a recruiting software and program where they sort of re- easy to sort of keep track of videos and uh, and data about various players, and it's sort of just a bit more of an efficient way to maintain your recruiting network. Then XL ninety seven, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever that was. Yeah, then, 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 then getting Stephen Dank to transcribe it for you. Um, <laughs> um, look, I mean, all, all of what you said makes perfect sense, um, Adrian, and, and maybe, maybe prior to the year starting, the, the the club had overestimated their list like they have done in the past. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure we need a, a complete rebuild like you know what St Kilda has gone through. I think we just need to be smarter with our the way we go to the draft table and 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 during trades i think i think we'll come well out in front with the 
with the Jacks trade from last year. I think even already you can see that's been a good deal for us. Look, uh, on that note, why don't we leave it there and uh, look, final predictions for the game? Oh, no, uh, no, no, I'm through. I'm through giving predictions. <laughs> yeah. uh, look, I'm not going to tip against us. But there's no way I'm tipping us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else uh, not sitting on a fence? Or? Uh, no, I'm, I will just pass on putting in a tip this week and um, I'll right. think about putting in a tip next week for the Anzac Day game. All right, a pair of tweezers all round to uh, take some splinters out. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what? Carlton by 10 goals. All right. Happy dudes back. All right. Look, uh, thanks very much, guys. We'll uh, leave it there. Good night, ODN. Good night. Thank uh, you. Good night, HBF. Good night, gentlemen. All right. We'll catch you all next week. Go Blues. Mm-hmm.